What is going on, my inspired friends? Matt here for this week's intro. I wanted to take this I wanted to take this opportunity to give you guys just a little taste of what's coming up in our next AP run by myself for patrons of the $5 and up tier. In just a second here, I'm going to play a little snippet of our intro music for the upcoming AP. You can then make your guess as to what you think we are going to run next. You can then make your guess as to what you think I'm going to run for our patrons. You can submit your guesses to our Discord. You can submit them on Facebook, on Twitter, however you want to get a hold of us, email even. And we will take those submissions, and of the correct answers, we will choose a winner and send that winner a lovely dice catapult from Elderwood Academy, as well as a nice new set of dice, courtesy of Kraken Dice. And while you're submitting those guesses, make sure you send in any questions you might have pertaining to how we have run through book one of Tyrant's Grasp. At the end of book one, which is coming up sooner than you might think, we are going to do a recap episode where we're going to be able to ask and answer a whole lot of questions, uh, mainly of Alex to see how badly he screwed up trying to kill us. But anyway, here is your taste of the intro music. All right. I am definitely excited to run that. I've had a lot of fun prepping this campaign. I think the players are going to have a lot of fun. I know Alex is chomping at the bit to be able to finally get out from that DM screen and actually play. But just real quick, also, before we get to the episode, remember we are in the midst of our art contest. You still have two weeks as of the release of this episode. That means you have until June 18th to submit any artwork you may have for our lovely little show. At the end of that, we will pick a winner, and the winner is going to get a t-shirt from our Tee Public store. But not only are they going to get a t-shirt, it's going to come signed by each and every one of us. So, yeah, if you want a t-shirt that's even less valuable than what you're normally going to get, make sure you get your art submissions in there, because this is going to be primo. Uh, other than that, standard stuff, check us out on Patreon, get on our Discord, come chat with us, yada, 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 you know the drill by now. Uh, without further, yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into episode, I should know this, episode number 21, Travel the Plains and the Flooded Room. Welcome! We're the Inspired Incompetence Podcast, and yes, we have received your cease and desist order, and no, we will not stop looping Mambo number five. A little bit of Monica in my life. Yeah. You know, I was doing okay, and then I remembered exactly where we're at with this. Like, I have a little bit of a... What? Whoa, where are we at, Tom? Oh my Why don't you God. give us a quick refresher? What's going on? I think we were all pretty safe. Uh, we decided to go outside, take a rest... Um, We're all going to get murdered by a statue, you know. Yeah, Uhtred's a strong wind away from being unconscious. Yep, which is why he's uh, so far back in the uh, the lineup that the the bad thing that's about to happen is yeah. going to He's also walking him. right next to the guy that creates a strong breeze. 
Well, I'm behind you, so as long as you don't <laughs> fart, I'm fine. <laughs> That's right. So you guys are in this garden in the uh, the northwest corner of the scriptorium, which lies just at the base of the tower that you know you need to get to the top of in order to reach Mrs. Petapalp, assuming she is at the green, the dream gate, which is what Salikara said was the case. And you guys got to this clearing in the center of the garden. There's this statue with four benches surrounding it, facing it. And, and this whole this whole area is just like it's just like this canopy of thick spider webs, like clinging to the trees, connecting the the branches to like the branches of other trees, spider webs everywhere. And sitting on like kind of laying on one of these benches is a uh, a figure could be humanoid but it's, it's hard to tell because they are like fully encased in thick webbing and moving slightly as if breathing one of you i don't remember who moved over to approach this i'll figure. give you three guesses as to who and the first and two that. don't count <laughs> <laughs> it was either umble thoot or vipira <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, so that settles it. It was Vipira approached this uh, webbed-up figure and uh, uh, kind of triggered a uh, trip line, a trip wire that was, like, very thin and taut spider webbing, which was, like, you hear, like, a and, like, like, kung, 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 kung. And the statue that you guys are walking by uh, splits apart with explosive force. Oh, I don't like that. So, it's going to make an attack roll on Vipira, Thalias, and Rogyar. Now, real quick, before this happens, is this going to be considered a ranged attack? It is a ranged attack, and you guys are flat-footed versus okay. this attack. But also, it has a 20% mischance against me because of my defensive air kineticist ability. Interesting. You just have a flat 20% mischance versus as all As long as I attacks. have burn, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Me too. Okay. I also have yeah. that. <laughs> I keep forgetting that uh, Thalias yeah. is also. I part have the superior version uh, of it. Kineticist. Can I just hold on before so... you make the attack? Can we just get a quick health total on the three? Oh, don't do that. All right, do it. Vipira, what are you? What, what is? What is your current and total hit points? I don't think this is an end game hit, but I do think this. I'm at fifteen. Okay. 25 out of 29. I've been feeling good this whole time. I'm just out of literally everything. Right. And Rogyar? I'm at... uh, Rogyar is at 23 out of 30 with one burn. So it's... Yeah. It's 23 out of 30 with three non-lethal damage. Got it. Okay. So, Vipira, does a 15 hit your flat-footed AC? 15... I mean, I'm all dex, but... Oh, wait. That's pretty good armor you got there. It might not. Yeah. I... Oh no, it's a. F- I think your AC might be oh, 16. Oh no, it's a 17. Your flat footer is 17? Yep. Wow. Let's go. Okay. Uh, next up is Thalias. That's a 16 versus your flat footed AC. No way that hits with plate armor. <laughs> right. That's okay. That shit bounces right off me, right off my chest. It, mm, no problem. All right, Rogyar. That's an 18 versus your Oh, that beats my AC, but give me that mischance. All right, rolling percent dice, one through 20. It is actually a miss. Motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you're going to take 10 points of damage as uh, 
as a, just a big honking plate of metal uh, shoots off from the statue and just boom get your get you right in the torso and Thalias just kind of like slide glances past his armor and Vipira is protected as well so it hits everyone right in the chest Rogier is just not uh, wearing metal <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah pretty much and the, so the metal doesn't just fly at you. It just it flies out in like a whole in like all in all directions from this statue, including at the uh, the figure laying on the bench covered in web. When it hits the figure covered in web, uh, the webbing likewise explodes. And uh, I need Vipira, Thalias, and Rogiar. I'm- to give me uh, escape artist oh, I checks. Thought, I thought I was going to explode for a second. Jeez, what's the range <laughs> oh on that thing? God. <laughs> I'm going to use so, a hero point yep. on this um, and add the extra four. Wow. Okay. Uh, I got 23. Rogier got a 10. Yeah. Thalias. And Thalias 13. Got, uh, 14. <laughs> no, even worse. 13. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Vipira avoids being entangled by this just giant burst of webbing that seems to come from not just the figure that exploded on the bench, but like just the strands of webs that are all over the statue and all in this area. Just uh, just everything comes like collapsing down on you guys. And uh, when the air is again clear and you look at the bench, it is empty as if the webbing was encasing thin air. Bullshit. Right, so Vipira is good, but uh, Rogyar and Thalias are entangled. Oh, and Vipira gets one clarity point from uh, her escape artist check. So what do you guys do? Like, right after, like, so this whole area just, f- first it's just full of these big pieces of metal and stone from the statue, and then immediately following that, this webbing just flies everywhere. It's like a just a big... Uh, it's like if Spider-Man exploded. Web and shrapnel fireworks. Um, yeah. I immediately set to work trying to get myself free from the webbing, whether I can blast it off or if I pull out the dagger and start cutting it. Yeah, can I can I cut out the webbing with my scimitar to free Rogyar? Rogyar and Thalias are basically affected by a Tanglefoot bag. Uh, so that's a minus two penalty on attack rolls, minus four penalty to dex. You're effectively stuck to the floor right now. You can break free with a DC 17 strength check or by dealing 15 points of damage to the goo with a slashing weapon. Rogar like pulls out his dagger and just starts like hacking away at this. He he looks a little freaked out. Like he he is panicking being stuck to the ground like this and he just starts like hacking away at this Uchid's at, gonna, at the webbing. Which is going to help give a hand with his scimitar with Rogar. Okay. Uh so Vipira, Thalias, what are you guys In doing? In sharp contrast to the nerds with the weapons, Thalias just extends his chest forward and breaks out of the webbing. No problem. Okay, give me a strength check. Oh, oh my god. god! Oh my god, it happened! Natural motherfucking 20. 24. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Yeah, so Thalias is just like, he just like clunk clunk and just like and just like his right foot like rips off the ground just tearing the webbing with it and then he like gets a wider stance left foot just rips out of the webbing no way what a fucking I'm so champ. happy I'm so happy uh, that I run over and help them now if, if I can <laughs> just leaving Vipira stuck 
But oh, you're no, just no, no. I'm yeah, not okay, stuck. Okay, I'm okay. Uh, I'm just yeah. uh, hitting for damage now. <laughs> you're um, so happy. You're like, fuck my teammate. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so Viper is going over and helping Rogar. Yeah, so, uh, so Rogar, uh, yeah, he can get free. So at that point, you guys can see a uh, a lean feline creature, and it spots you and gets ready to attack. Everyone, roll initiative. Uh, Viper, twenty. Okay, it's Elias. Eighteen. Rogar. Uh, five. And Utrid. Fifteen. All right, so first up is this spotted leopard. We just cannot go first in initiative no matter what we roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to charge at Vipera. Bad news is this thing's got pounce. The good news is I got a natural one on its bite attack. Hey. That is going to be an 18 versus Vipera's flat-footed. 18 hits okay so that doesn't confirm the fumble okay and then we're gonna do 13 versus viper's flat-footed i'm assuming a 13 doesn't hit nope does and not. then a 25 to hit 25 hits okay you take six points of damage it uh misses on its bite vipera ducks back and avoids its first claw but can't avoid the second claw that just boom Gets it right, right across the the chest. Up next is Vipera. Respond in kind. Oh, well, yeah, I want to, but... Um... Oh, Vipera, uh, give me a uh, will save. What the f... <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm going to hold, uh, hold my turn. Okay. And see if somebody else gets in a better flanking position for me. All right, Thelias is up. All right. I'm going to do some flanking with my pal Vipera. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, that movement's going to provoke. Yeah, I thought it might. I'm just hoping I'm big and tough enough to uh, not have it be an issue. I got a natural two, so I think you're in the clear. <laughs> hey 20. Oh, 22. That'll hit. Goddamn right. Well, seven damage, baby. Taste my freaking shovel. Okay. And the leopard take my is defeated. Uh-huh. Thalias, make a will save. Hmm. Okay. One second. More of these damn shadow conjuration garbage things. 22. Uh, you realize that this leopard wasn't a fully real creature. It was just kind of quasi-real. Okay. I, I feel myself getting more clear, more um, clarity perhaps. Sure, you don't get more points, but if you want to use that, uh, oh, if you want to use that, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> okay. Um, with that, uh, noticing that it goes down, um, my peer kind of turns to the rest of the group and like, I would ra- I want to like leave right now, because the sudden realization that if one of us goes down, we have no way of dealing with it. And they're, we can't carry them into the rest of the dungeon safely. I would like to make a rest uh, and suggest resting. After being struck in the chest by that flying statue piece, uh, Rugger kind of like rubs at his chest. He goes, I, I'm, I'm kind of inclined to agree with the last here. I'll be honest with you. I, am, I need to need some rest myself. Elias throws his hands up. 
What? So that's it? <laughs> we came all this way just to rest? Are you guys kidding me? Well, if you think you can carry us through, Delias, because if you not, know I you'll can't. be carrying us out. All right. You're welcome to keep going, lad, but uh, you'd probably be better off staying with us. Solo round. <laughs> <laughs> Begin. Yeah, no, I uh, immediately give up the uh, inspiring speech to get my team to carry on. <laughs> what do we now the question about? is, yeah, where are we going to rest? What do we think about going back to that closet where the crying child was? <laughs> or the sound of a crying child was? Just holding up in there. That's uh, not a bad idea. Uh, last I remember, that place was covered in like fungus and junk. I'm not too keen on that one. Uh, Uhtred, looking around, kind of lifts his arms as he <laughs> spins. Like, I don't see much... Everything's covered in something here. <laughs> uh, Even the if... ground is covered in floor. And don't don't you dare recommend those bedrooms we came across. You know what that's covered in. If I can make this, L. All those don't don't edit it out. Tom's reaction. <laughs> All those horny uh, constructs. How do you think they lost their forearms? <laughs> If I may make a suggestion, uh, we could go back to, in game she described the room, but like for short, we could go back to E12 and we can place that that contraption up against the door and there's only one way in on the other side. So I appear is talking about the room with the printing press. Yes. All right, what do you guys want to do? I'm okay with that fight here. To be honest, I don't even really... (coughs) care what room it might be i i just need to rest if we can barricade ourselves in there that that might be the soundest plan well then uh i say we get walking before more of those uh quasi real creatures or i don't even know that never mind uh before more of those creatures are while they seem easy to defeat i definitely don't want to take more damage from them back out from where we came let's go all right, so you guys are going back to the printing press room? Yep. Yep. And shoving as much of the debris from this thing up against, up in this northwest corner as we can to block the door and the hallway if possible. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about watches. Uh, second, that's where I find uh, I'm most uh, accustomed. Uh, Rogar can take first watch. Okay. Um, Vipira. Uh, Vipira will actually stay up with Rogar. Okay. The so. two best people of perception doing watch together. Yep. Also leaving the guy <laughs> with five hit points by himself. Well, Vipera can stay up for his watch, too. <laughs> <laughs> She'll just be fatigued. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. You can stay up with Rogar. You, you can take the last watch. And I can take the last watch. Oh, okay. Then, no. You're not going to be down to five hit points. You'll be... Um, You'll have eight. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that, that changes the number of attacks I can take. It's okay. I haven't built a backup character, but I'm fully committed to let Axel just murder Uhtred. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Rogiar and Vipira, give me perception checks. That's a 14 for Rogiar. And for Vipira, 19. Your watches pass with no complications. Okay. Uh, that when it's time, I'll go and wake up Thalias and 
I'll, I'll, I'll nudge him awake with just a little push of air. Huh. Huh. How'd it go? Well, uh, all quiet so far. Here's hoping it stays Ooh. that way. You're up. Ooh. Fly's heart's racing. He gets up and uh, shakes himself awake, knowing what extreme danger we're all in, being locked in this room, and uh, gets ready for some serious watchdogging. So, Thalias, give me a perception check, and I want Rogyar, Utrid, and Vipira to give me will saves. <laughs> what? 18 for perception, but what you said sounded bad. Uh, 21 for my will save. And a 21 for Vipira, too. That's a great Oh, sorry. 21. Rogar got a 17. I rolled mine and I saw Nyx pop up and thought that was mine. Wow, so yeah, that's a 17, a 21, and a 21 for will saves. Uh, all three of you pass. That's super impressive. Yay. Oh my god. <laughs> pass what, though? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You, I mean, you can willingly fail a, a, a saving throw if you want no, to find out. No, 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 that's no. not. No. That's not in the cards. I'm not that curious. Uh, uh, oh, did that bitch? Hold on. Did that yeah. bitch, Mrs. Uh, whatever, Pedipil? use her little dream toy thing there to try and get inside our minds? I don't know. You do know. I do. I do know. Out. And I'm not. <laughs> Uchid is irate. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Good for you guys. Okay, so as for Thalias, uh, with your 18 perception check, your watch ends without issue. Yes! Wait, I don't know if that's good or not now. Either I didn't perceive danger or there was no danger. Time the, to da- up. the danger was not physical, yeah. Ign- oh, perfect. Ignorance is bliss, baby. All right, well... I've been wide awake for my entire watch, and uh, I need some sleep to regain my spells, so I I run over to uh, the last boy in the band and wake him up. Uh, I go over to Uhtred, and I shake him awake, carefully, as to not spook him, and I say, uh, Uhtred, nothing's happened. We're almost through the night. It's all on you, buddy. I I still don't feel so good. Now, I see that. So Nick Nick typed the word hi in the Roll20 chat. Then rolled a D100 and got a natural one, uh, which oh. is low uh, from my point of view. Uh, Nick, what what are you what are you uh, what are you doing over there? Yeah, <laughs> just just making my life harder than it needs to be. I was sitting here and I was kind of like, you know, Uchu's just got clobbered physically. He's already been mentally really fucked up. He's had a lot of night terrors already. Why don't we do a uh, a 50% chance to see if Uhtred was able to actually be, like, rested or end up, you know, kind of fatigued because he just couldn't really, between the physical pain, mental pain, a night terror in there, really get much rest. So I think Uhtred's going to be fatigued. Okay. Oh, you're punishing yourself? I, dude, I, I wrote high as in 51 to 100. I had a good, like, I was all right. I slept. And then... 1 to 40 or 1 to 50 I rolled a 1 there feels like there needs to be a penalty for rolling a 1 yeah yeah so uh Uhtred wakes up fatigued and uh Nick go ahead and take a hero point that's good good role playing whoa yeah that a boy all you need to do to suck up to me is uh, give your characters penalties <laughs> <laughs> give penalties 
But I do still, do I still gain hit points even if I wake up fatigued, right? I just want to be fatigued, but I need to get those hit points back. Yeah. Like I rested. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. I just points. didn't have like, uh, I had like a restless night's sleep. Yeah. I mean, if you're, you're already fatigued, so like that's your punishment. I'm not going to punish you more by saying you don't get those hit points back. So go ahead and give me perception, Trid. Oh, uh, can we actually retcon something real quick? Is it I your had, fatigue? Uh, no, yeah, ah! yeah. We <laughs> that. Um, can we say before Uchard went to sleep, uh, he smoked the uh, second lesser restoration? That, yes, thank you. Oh, sure. Because I had I had three dex damage, and uh, I'd rather not. It's one d four, right? Yep. Did we? Wait, <sighs> was it three on the dot? Nice. What time? Was it one or was it? It was two. You, Viper, smoked one, and I was asking if I could retcon smoking the second yeah. one. There was three Cure Light Wounds, there was two Lesser Restorations, and there was one Spider Climb. So I think you guys have now... No, there were two Spider Climb. Oh, there was two Spider Climb. And we used climbs. one. So there's, yep. out of out of the uh, seven uh, doses of Magic Shag, you now have one dose remaining, and it's of Spider Climb. Yep. Uh, All right, would you want a perception? Yes, please. Five. Feels about right. For fatigue, <laughs> uh, guy with about a third of his hit points. Yep. Uh, basically on the brink of cracking. That door fucking calls me keeper one more goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too bad he's having a dream about you in his sleep, and he's a sleep talker. He's just uh, keeper. Uh, keeper, 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 keeper. <laughs> <laughs> keeper, save them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so Uhtred, your watch goes by without issue. Yeah, but then, like, what really happens? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, that's what I perceived happened, but, like, yeah. what actually happened? Well, here's something that you perceive once uh, you've had a couple hours to kind of, and you've had enough time to acclimate yourself to your fatigue, and uh, everybody wakes up, and uh, you have all leveled up. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Ooh. I needed that. I really needed that. Nice. So Love just, it. So let's just take a couple minutes to plug everything in. Okay, so everybody's now fourth level. Yeah. Uh, it took uh, finishing book one to get us there for our Skull and Shackles playthrough. So uh, that is a, a preview of... of the level progression for Tyrant's Grasp, I think. Wow. Yeah. Book one this was one's... also a lot easier in Skull and Shackles. Yeah. Easy times are coming in book two. I promise. I don't oh, believe yeah, that okay. at all, Keisha Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> trust me. Trust. All right. So who wants to uh, who wants to go over their level four goodies first? Flyas. He's the biggest. Okay. He's the thickest, at least. Um... Would you say your hit points were now? 40. 40 hit points at level 4. That's awesome. Yeah, I rolled a 9 on my uh, hit die and I got a plus 2. So, uh, feeling huge. I also, I don't know if I've told you guys this, but I've been each level taking one fire resistance. And so, that's your, uh, by now I'm at plus 4. That's your favorite class bonus for a human. Uh, any, every, time, every level you take in Paladin as a human. You can take either an extra skill point, an extra hit point, or for humans specifically, one point of resistance for a, an energy type of your choice. Uh, That's right. So thank you for explaining all that. No problem. Uh, so yeah, uh, Thalias is uh, 
got he's got some fireproof skin that he's working on. Yep. And uh, level four is huge for me specifically because I learn spells, so I'm like a spell boy now. That's so big. And um, yeah, freaking huge. I mean, I kind of suck. It's level one spells, and I only get one of them as far as I know. At worst, that's another cure spell every day that we can use. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the big news, the big, big, big news is my lay on hands is now 2d6 that's, instead of 1d6. That's so big. And I get another one per day. So I am up to a whopping six lay on hands per day. And if I spend two lay on hands, I can channel positive energy and that heals 2d6 in a 30 foot area. That's so so we got team healing now and uh, I feel great. I feel fantastic. Level four is like, is exactly what I needed. I know Alex is going to take the wind out of my sails as fast as possible, but for now, feeling great. Now, just remember that if you channel energy like mid-combat or something, uh, any enemies in that area also get healed uh, like if they're yeah. if they're applicable. Like if yeah. it's an undead, it's not going to get healed. If it's like a construct, it's not going to get healed. But it's just something to keep in mind. But yeah, that Thelias' level up was so big for him and so big for the group. All right, who wants to go next? Uh, you know what? I will. I had a pretty solid level. Not only did I get to fourth level, but I also got nine HP uh, added on to my original amount, which I am now sitting pretty at 36 hit points max. God damn. Um, yeah, that's pretty big for Rogue, too. I got debilitating uh, injury, which allows me to anytime I hit with uh anytime I hit with sneak attack I can choose one of uh a few options uh which debuffs the enemy uh granting me a easier time to hit them and uh I get uncanny dodge on top of that and then on top of all of that I also get pressure point uh which is a ninja trick uh, that I managed to find through uh, a little bit of finagly, finagling inside uh, the rogue uh, rogue talents. It allows me to take one ability point every single time I hit. Well, uh, I think it's specifically to be clear. Like dex- to be clear, you're dealing one uh, strength, uh, one ability point. You're not taking it. Yes, uh, I'm dealing one, uh, sorry, yes, I am dealing one ability point every single time I hit with uh, sneak attack. Now, the ability damage can be healed with a heal check. Uh, that, right. That mechanic is specific to the pressure points ability, uh, but that's I not going to we gonna that's not gonna, yeah that's not going to happen super often and if it does like that's still you're they're still taking up their standard action to give themselves a heal check to to do that right yeah like at worst like that means they could heal it you know out of combat instead of resting to heal it they can just heal it but like most of the time you're not going to find time to stop in combat to remove that damage so yeah that's pretty awesome all right who wants to go next so Uhtred got two new spells of the second level variety. Second level spells. Woo! Woo! That's huge. <laughs> yep. Uh, what it must be like to have second level spells. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mutrid actually has less spells than just a flat Magus would have. So, um, 
those two spells are Frigid Touch. Frigid Touch is kind of like my Cold Touch or my Frostbite, where it's essentially a cold energy touch attack. So I can deliver it through scimitar. my scimitar. And then the second spell, arguably, if not the strongest spell in the game, one of the strongest spells in the game, good old Mirror Image. It's back. It's back. <laughs> it Dang. never goes away. Nice. I also got an ability at level four known as Perfect Strike. And Perfect Strike allows me to spend an arcana point as an immediate action on a successful uh, weapon attack and instead of rolling damage it's just max damage which isn't the best for Uhtred since he specializes in scimitars and they're 1d6 but where I think they will co- this will come in really handy for Uhtred is if I confirm a critical attack then I can spend two Arcana points to increase the multiplier by one. So that means now on crits, I could do a times three, which also means I could be doing magic crits at a times three. Jeez. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's going to get pretty big. That's going to get wild. Now, so the drawback to that is it takes two Arcana points, and you don't really get a lot of Arcana points, so at level one, similar to Thalias taking an alternate um, like favored enemy bonus or HP bonus per level, Uhtred yep. has been taking each level he gains a quarter of an Arcana point. So at fourth level, that became a full Arcana point that's now usable. And then nice. for his ability point on level four, Uhtred put it into his intellect, which bumped it up to a 20 which increased its modifier from plus four to plus five, that provided additional arcana points. So Uhtred went from having five total last round, or last level, to having eight total arcana points. Goddamn. There's not a lot of ways to increase those, so that's that's pretty up there in terms of arcana pool. And then other than that, he completely botched his HP. He rolled a one on that. So Uhtred has yet to break the 30 plateau. Yikes. All right, well, he remains uh, a, a, a nice glass cannon. <laughs> well, I mean, to some degree. I can get his AC up to about 25 now with mirror images, so. Okay. He may not have health, he's, but he's got, he's got defensive measures. He can do a barrel roll. <laughs> nice. Okay, who wants to go last? Well, I suppose that's me. I rolled pretty well on my HP. Got, uh... Rolled a six out of eight, so I got another 11 HP this level. Um, it actually puts me at 41, so suck at the Elias. Oh! And yeah, fourth level's not too, too big for Kineticists. Like, you know, it's a typical, like, you know, base attack bonus saves run up in skills. But the only thing I got was a new wild talent. And I'm actually going to hold off on describing that because I want that to manifest in-game. Sure. So yeah, that's all I got. And then no Alex is prepping. What does everyone's HP look like now after healing the four for resting overnight and you know leveling up? Thirty-six, baby. Uh, so you're only down four. Uchard's down is at sixteen out of twenty-nine. 
Okay, you're about half. Uh, Viper is at 27 out of 36. Okay, Viper is not too bad. I'm at 28 out of 41. So, so Uhtred wins the lay of hands. Yay! <laughs> well, Yay. Uh, well, I was going to say a, a nice uh, wake-up channel energy might not be a bad idea. Let's see that 2d6, baby. Roll it like your health, Joe. Oh, well, I, yeah. oh, 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 Joe! Yeah. Yeah. What the It's fuck? a new era. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody in that room heals 11 hit points. Oh, oh. Now Uhtred is only two off max. What a- Same. <laughs> Yo, I'm feeling fantastic. Oh, Thelias. Loving it. Yeah. Just real quick. Question for Joe. Did you, at any point up to five episodes in, ever think Thelias was going to be a healer? Because <laughs> well, you've pivoted yeah, real good, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew the shovel was going to be played, but I just healing has come a long way. All those conversations with Axel, never was there a conversation like, you know, I think I want to be the healer. Like, I, I want Thalys to be a very healing type of person. Right. Kudos to yeah. you. All right. So you guys are thank you guys are you. feeling pretty good, I think. What do you do now? A uh, couple of quick things. I want to use the extend rod to cast mage armor on myself. Right. So that's going to last you and eight can hours. I, yeah. Um. And I also make two spellcraft checks. One for the deck of cards I still haven't identified. <laughs> and I think there was a scroll I didn't identify. Right? And the uh, that, that ice spear thing yeah. that you, that we found in this room, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, so give me three spellcraft checks. Tell me uh, what order you're doing them in uh, that you're looking at these items. You got a scroll, you got a some sort of uh, icicle, and you've got the magical deck of cards. Let's do Icicle, Card, Scroll. Okay. And Uchir got a 22 on the first one. All right, hold on. That is not high enough to identify the Icicle. Damn. Wow. Uchir's going to... Can Uchir spend a hero point to add a plus four to the 22? Sure. Uh, Let's do that for a 26. Okay. 26 is enough. Uh, you identify this as a Rod of Ice. This rod looks like a long sliver of ice and is cold to the touch, but deals no cold damage to its wielder. Once per day, on command, the wielder can touch the rod to the ground to create a 30-foot cone of ice that encrusts the earth, affecting the area as per the spell Grease. Grease them up, boys. So it creates a 30-foot cone of grease, basically? Rather than like the 10-foot area spread that it normally is? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. uh, It's also good for 1d4 cold damage with a touch attack. Then on the cards, Uhtred rolled a 29. Ooh, I think you might have gotten it this time. About fucking time. Got that thing, like, before we ever yeah. free Kishiki. Yeah, because you stole it from his house before he freed him. Uh, okay. This set of parchment cards is usually found in ivory, leather, or wooden box. A full deck consists of 34 cards. When a card is drawn at random and thrown to the ground, a major image, as the spell, of a creature is formed. The figment lasts until dispelled. The illusory creature cannot move more than 30 feet away from where the card landed, but otherwise moves and acts as if it were real. At all times, it obeys the desires of the character who drew the card. When the illusion is dispelled, the card becomes blank and cannot be used again. If the card is picked up, the illusion is automatically and instantly dispelled. 
The thing about this deck is all of the jacks, I believe, are missing. It's it's almost like a it's like a, a rod of wonder and its randomness, but it's always it's it's way a way more control that you have over what happens. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a good uh, like distraction. Okay. Right. Um, and the last yes last spellcraft was a twenty one. Okay, um, 21 is enough to identify this scroll of Fireball. Ooh, oh, really? Yes. Fireball is a third rate, third level Blood Rager, Magus, and Sorcerer slash Wizard spell. That sounds like a spellbook spell for Uhtred. I was thinking Thelias, but I guess Uhtred. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, if Uhtred wants to wait another, what, like four levels before you can cast it? Or you can bust out a fireball sooner. I don't know, it's up to him. Yeah. We'll see how much the need arises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so uh, with that, what are we doing? Let's finish this goddamn scary-torium. Scary-torium. Alright. That's the perfect name for it. I hate this place. Okay, so you guys uh, you clear all the, uh, the debris of the printing press uh, to clear uh, a path back out of the west door of this room that brings you back into that uh, meditation room that had the candles and then you uh you go north out of there and you see the garden and the first like 10 feet or so of the path are dry but then as it dips down in uh towards the center of the uh of the garden you can see that this entire place has been flooded how deep is it? Well, uh, you can start walking, and it looks like it just kind of like it, it. It didn't really come up yesterday, but it's it like gradually slopes down towards the center of this garden. By the time you're uh, you get to where that statue is, uh, it'd be like kind like up to your knees. It'd be difficult terrain. So, uh, what do you guys do? I uh, wait Thelias for Thelias will, to go uh, first. Yeah, yeah. Thelias will test the waters as it okay. were. Take one step in. How am I doing? So far, so good. I take another step, and I'm gonna do a little percepting to make sure I can uh, get everyone else in here. Okay. Sixteen. You know, Vipiro will actually uh, join you because she's not she's not far behind. Uh, actually, that level gave her uncanny dodge, which means that she can't be flat-footed. So Thelias is up front making his perception check, and Vipira is right behind him doing the same thing. Seems quiet. All right, I uh, beckon the team to come in, and uh, I keep waiting forward. Okay. Well, whenever one gets, whenever one's in, I'll start waiting forward. Okay. You guys start waiting forward. Yep. Rugar's back to taking up the rear again. Okay. Uchid's gonna kind of wade with his scimitar held above his head like soldiers in Nam. Okay. With the oh, cool. <laughs> kind of doing the same as Uhtred, but he's just holding up that little bird so it doesn't get ruined. <laughs> as I'm wading through, I'm thinking to myself, why is this flooded? I mean, I have no choice but to go this way, but why is this flooded? Yeah. I, I would drum up some conversation like, isn't it weird that this place is flooded? Where did this come from? And I start looking around for, you know, like the sides for some hole or active way, like some... Is there some place it could be flowing from? Is there no ceiling on the garden? Uh, you, if there is, you can't see it through the spider webs. 
right, Elias? I mean, I, I don't even... I imagine there's a ceiling above this. Okay, so at that point, Thalias, uh, you feel something lash out at you. Uh, okay. From under the water. Ugh. And that's going to be a 15 versus your flat-footed AC. Get out of here. Not even close. Okay. And uh, you are aware of a creature in front of you. Uh, a brightly colored, long-necked amphibian with six legs, a fanged snout, and numerous finlets running down its spine. It tried biting your, your leg but couldn't uh, couldn't penetrate through your... Uh, Meaty your shins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, uh, it raises its head over the, the water level. It's like a small-sized creature, so it was concealed under the water. Uh, and it hisses at you. Mm-hmm. And everybody... Give me initiative checks. This thing made a big mistake. Big mistake. Vipera. 11. Thalias. 17. Uhtred. 12. Rogyar. 20. Okay, then up first is Rogyar. Okay. As this creature is, like, attacking Thalias and bursting out of the water, Rogyar would kind of, like, he hears something, like something kind of alerting him that there's danger nearby and almost before this thing shows up you see him like looking around like wait what where and this thing pops out of the water and Rogar actually looks confused for a second but then he shakes it off and he's going to I guess just take a shot at this thing from here I know it's gonna have some cover but I'd rather not get out from behind my meat shields here fair enough so that is a 19 to hit that's gonna hit Woo. And that is 17 damage from the blast. Oh my god. As a burst of air just bludgeons this thing in the face. Okay. It's a good turn. Uh, okay, up next is Thalias. Wait a minute. No, it's not. Vipira, as a free action, is going to say, Thalias, if you could get on the other side. <laughs> yeah. If I could get on the other side, what? She wants It'll you to flank. be really beneficial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for flanking. Yeah. <laughs> I do like how Vibir is still micromanaging, even though Thalias has been trying to flank the entire campaign. I with her. know. <laughs> Another creature I enjoy yours. Oh, sorry. Rutro. And don't uh, go oh. by the uh, the artwork here. It is a uh, it is a large bat uh, suddenly appears. I mean, that's kind of what that artwork looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but that. it's 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 more just like a like a large bat, not like a like a bat demon like the artwork would imply. or a batman or a batman <laughs> uh so this bat appears like like you just look up and just boom it's it's just all of a sudden it's there and it's going to swoop down and it's going to uh take a swipe at vipera by swipe i mean a bite <laughs> that's a 23 versus your flat-footed ac Oh, yeah, that hits. Oh, no, not my flat-footed. It's my uh, normal. Yeah, that that hits. Okay. Okay, so that's going to be 11 points of damage. Ooh. Oh, 11. Okay, moving on. It is Thalias' turn. Yep. I'm going to get into a flanking position because uh, I'm totally awesome like that. As a swift action, I'm going to cast Grace. Nice. 
Oh. And any movement I make until the end of my turn does not provoke attacks. Nice. So. Very nice. Thalias, blessed he, full of grace, is going to sort of float as if not even touching the ground behind this bat, and Hell. I'm going to attack. Hell yeah. With my shovel. Ooh. 14. 14 hits. Oh, wow. Friggin' bat. Seven damage. Take that. You destroy the bat. Nice. Uh, so, let me think for a second. The bat probably wasn't real. I'm thinking. More of these stupid little shadow things. Uh, I'm over here laughing because I'm like, oh, Joe thinks he actually killed the bat. <laughs> I'm so excited, isn't it? <laughs> I mean... It, yeah, thanks. That is what happened. I, I mean, the damage it out, at though. Delta Vipera was pretty real. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right, up next is Uhtred. The question is, is the thing that reached out and hit Pelias, is that an illusion or not? Make a knowledge. Well, I already gave it a good wallop, and it didn't go anywhere. Oh, that's, that's a good point. You make a knowledge so, arcana check. I will make a knowledge arcana check. Eh, 19. Okay. You identify this magical beast as a Vunith, a cunning and aggressive amphibious nocturnal predator with a voracious appetite and a mild intelligence. You can ask me two questions about it. Let's play the HP game. Okay. 28. Higher. Does it have... Name one cool thing it can do. Okay. You know it has pounce. Okay. And now I will give it the old one scimitar. Okay. Hey, that's a 24. 24 hits. And four damage. Okay. Very cool. Vipira. Vipira is going to move 15 feet into this spot here. So Viper is gonna claw claw. Uh, one claw. And she's gonna... Oh, right. One claw. Hopefully it works out. Does a 21... Or 23 hit. 23 hits. For 19 damage. Yeah, it was a... Uh, 19 damage is enough to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Uh, so... Yeah, this thing uh, just kind of sinks to the bottom in a cloud of blood. Good. What do you guys do? Let's keep going. Not sticking around to get attacked in this room for a third time. Yep. Uh, Vibira is very close behind to Thalias. Richard will detect magic, though. Rugger starts, like, jumping just to keep up with everyone. Like, hey, wait for me. Vibira might say to Thalias, hey, uh, just wondering... Uh, how many of those, uh, lay on hands do you have? I can do this four more times. Uh, would you mind, uh, would you mind hitting me once? I kind of turned back to the group and, like, if, is everybody okay with this? I grab you with my holy hands and I say no more. And I start waving them around and casting lay on hands. Oh, fuck. That's You fine. heal five damage. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting you to do more than one. Good, my child, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys, uh, you're, you're walking north, and, like, you can see, so you can see the north door, uh, of the garden, and it's, it's sloping up again, and it's, like, dry land in front of the door. Also laying in front of this door, you can see that flayed spider, the, like, anthropomorphic flayed spider man, 
is lying down on the ground next to the door and appears to be dead. Uh, just looking at it, uh, like appears to be. Its huh? neck is bent at a fatal angle, and its limbs have been violently twisted. I want to take a look at it, like from here, and see, like, other than it being dead, does it look? I don't know, like. So, uh, before know. we get to that, Thalias, you said that you were detecting evil. Goddamn right, I am. Uh, it stinks in here. So this thing is. Uh, it appears to be dead, and yet it is exuding an aura of evil. What skill do we need to roll? What does that mean? Can I destroy this thing somehow? Oh, you bet you it doesn't you have the zombie template. You're not aware of cre- like dead creatures having an an evil aura that were evil in life. Yeah, like corpses don't maintain their aura. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? I see Thalias walks right up to it. Yep. Anyone who wants to can give me a knowledge dungeoneering check. I got a 17. Nine. Uhtred, uh, now that you have a good uh, a good look at this thing, you identify as an Ettercap. Be careful, Thelias. It appears to be a dead Ettercap. A uh, dead what? Ettercap. Well, I heard you, but what is it? It's evil for sure. So Ettercaps, they're known for building cunning traps out of webs and other natural materials, using them to trap prey. So that means you can ask me two questions about a nightmare edder cap. What makes a nightmare edder cap different than a regular edder cap? That's a little broad because you're basically asking for everything that the nightmare template gives you. Alright, how about this? Give me one thing that the nightmare template adjusts from a regular template. Okay. They have an ability called Feign Death. Whenever a nightmare creature is unconscious, it appears dead, or they can also make themselves appear dead as an immediate action. You need to interact. You need to physically interact with it, and then make a heal check or a will save to even realize that it's actually alive. You still have one more question. Um, do does it have any dr? It has dr five that is overcome by good or silver attacks. Thelias, be careful. They're, those things, those Edercats, they're known to feign death, so I'm not sure if this one is truly dead or he's just trying to lure you in close. At Uhtred's words, uh, this Edercap uh, jumps up and rolls for initiative. No! Oh, I was... I knew this fucking thing. I could smell this evil stank on him. I was going to go put him down even though he was already dead, but no, he gets to attack. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh. Uh, Rogar got a uh, got an eight for initiative. Uchard got a Uchard. five. Okay, Vipera. Vipera got a nine. Okay, Thalias got a sixteen. Dang guys, so he uh he's gonna attack. He's got three attacks for Thalias. Three. And the first one is a natural one. Yay! Oh, yes. Yes. Come on, okay. confirm it. That is an 18 versus Uhtred's flat-footed to confirm. Uhtred? This guy's all over the place. (laughs) You mean Thelias. Oh, that thing confirms. Get out of my face. Okay. Give me that uh, fumble (laughs) card, Matt. This is a natural attack? Yes. Okay. This is called... He's sharp. This thing takes 1d6 points of damage plus its strength modifier. Oh, so he, like, cuts himself on... Uhtred's armor. Or yeah. Thelias' Uhtred's armor. armor. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thelias' armor. 
Damn it, Dad. Why can't you tell us apart? Oh, man. You have kits of your own, you'll understand. Uh, Joe, you want to roll that d6 for the damage? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, five. Absolutely. Nice. All right. Uh, well, he's still got two claws. And a 12 to hit and a 16 to hit. Nope. None of those hit. This is why we put Thalias in the front. Yeah. That's right. Speaking of Thalias, it is your turn. All right. It's shovel time. I know I could smite evil, but I kind of want to save it in case there's more evil to be evil done. Well, you, do, you do have two per day now. Oh, I do have two per day. All right. This guy will use one. I'm especially pissed off that he did what he did. So that's perfect. All right. I'm going to smite this fool. 26 to AC. That'll hit. Nine damage. Uh, and as a free action, <laughs> my bear's going to say, get into a better position, Thelias. Oh, five foot step to the door. Okay. Vipira. Uh, Vipira's going to run. You're still in difficult terrain. I got the ballet boots. Um, got it. Damn it. And, uh, Vipira's, All right, Vipira, what do you got? Vipira's going to claw. She's got that sneak attack. Ooh, uh, does a 15 hit? 15 does not hit. Oh, man. All right, I'll take the flanking position, though. Okay, up next is Rogar. All right. Does he have cover because I'm behind this this tree thing, or am I good? Um, Yeah, he's going to have cover. Okay, then Rogar will move to stand in front of Utre just to get a clear shot, and he will... Yeah, he'll shoot at this guy. Okay. That is a 12 to hit. That's a no from me, dog. Yeah. And now it's Uhtred's turn. Okay, okay, okay. Uhtred is going to cast Chill Touch. He's going to move up and use his scimitar to deliver it. Um, Okay. If I remember correctly, I think Chill Touch does the same thing that frostbite does except it's lethal damage and instead of fatigue they take one damage one strength damage so i should be able to just scimitar with fatigue on it channels negative energy that deals 1d6 points of damage uh and also the creature also takes one point of strength damage unless it makes a successful fort save let's do it okay well i rolled a natural 20 fortunately Uh-oh. i only got an 11 on the confirmation uh, it's not going to confirm. Yep. Okay. So we got five damage from the scimitar, and then five yep. cold damage, lethal, and then it has to make a fortitude save or it can take the strength damage. Okay. Also, it's not cold damage. It's negative energy damage. Okay. Fort save. That's an 18. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it passes. Okay. Not by much, though. Yeah, just two. Okay, then after that, we're back to this guy. And uh, you hear these, like, skin-crawling, cracking noises as, like, uh, his his bones, like, reset after the damage he's taken from Thalias' shovel and Vipira's claw and Uhtred's uh, scimitar and, like, his wounds start to close back up a little bit. He seems to have some sort of healing factor and uh, uh, we're seeing Thalias as uh, a difficult target to hit. He's going to turn around. He's going to lash out at Vipira instead. Good thinking. 
So that's a 10 to hit. Nope. A 15 to hit. Nope. And a 20 to hit. Wow, I went up by fives. Nope. nope. How fun. Yeah. <laughs> How fun for me. <laughs> All right, so bites and claws and claws and just can't land a hit. And uh, now it's Elias' turn. Cool. I'm going to shovel it in the face like I do. So uh, here we go. Okay. Oh, my God. It's so big. 29. Like that, that hits. 14. Yowza. <laughs> okay. Oof. Um, you hit him for 14 damage, and he just, like, he, he, like, hits the ground, like, violently, like, like, head first, like, like, shovel, head, head, floor, and just boom, and he's down. Wow. Yeah. Can we get more fights like that, please? That's the stuff. Uh, are you, uh, are you confirming that he's dead, or? He said he's down, not dead. Okay. Because uh, you said what? that this dude's good at feigning death. I don't want another, like, one of those. Good point. What do you take me for? And this thing did just heal. Like, he just described its own wounds closing up, so. Yeah, yeah. Guys, you're thinking, you're looking way too much into this. It's fainting us. I know this. Uhtred knows this. I don't know it. Uhtred's smarter than Nick is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just facts, man. The dude's got a five and he's, he's got 20 in his intelligence. All right, well, what do you guys do? Beat on its oh. ass. Yeah. Don't fall for that. Viper, get it. All right, it's Viper's turn. Yeah, Viper's not one to run away from a uh, from that type of situation. So <laughs> Viper's not one to run from a corpse. <laughs> from an overkill go. on a dead body. <laughs> Beating a dead spider, that's, that's what I do. That's true. Like, when you All squish right. a spider with a paper towel... After it's in the paper towel, you have to give that extra squeeze to make sure it's true. Yeah, you got to feel that pop. (laughs) (laughs) Feel the life leave its body. Um, So a 21 to hit. 21 hits. All right. That's for 13 damage. And then 28 to AC, 15 damage. Okay. And that's going to be the end of my turn. So... That's... All right. So Vipera lays her claws into this thing, and it just it it, con- it continues to lie there, battered and bloodied. It's Rogar's turn. Rogar's going to uh, call out to Utrid. He's like, Utrid, did you say this thing didn't like silver? Yeah, it was not a fan of silver or good attacks. Well, I don't have anything good, but I. And he looks at his belt. He has that that silver dagger from nine eaves but i've got this and all right so rogar will pull out his uh his dagger as he cautiously moves up to the thing and try and like give it a a pokey slash uh go ahead and uh roll attack and damage uh it's a 17 to hit okay and a mighty two damage mighty okay so rogar just very very clumsily just like fumbles with this dagger and like buries the blade in like this this creature's like side abdomen and for the first time since falling down it moves and it is like a violent like <gasps> and then it like untenses and relax back down on relaxes back down on the floor 
it doesn't move. When it when it does that sharp intake, Rogar will literally jump back fifteen feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with his air with his air jump. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I'm gonna give Matt a hero point for I don't I don't know if you did this on purpose, but so it's DR is broken by silver and good. And you guys just didn't have enough information to know this offhand, but nightmare creatures also have regeneration, which is fast healing that continues functioning well after the creature is already dead. And given enough time, the creature will just regenerate back to life. The regeneration is also beaten by good and silver attacks. So if you guys just kept wailing on this thing, like, yeah, you would have kept dealing damage to it. But after a few minutes, like after you guys left, it would have been up again and like gone back to stalking you guys. Once their generation is broken, if it's in that range of, you know, below what would what it would be dead, then it's there. As soon as their generation is turned off there, it is dead, dead. So very good. Rogar walks back up to the group and just kind of like, pokes at the thing with his foot a couple times to make sure it's not just tr- pretending again and he says uh, back in High Helm part of our education was learning how to fight trolls they tell us about this this regeneration ability that they have and that looked kind of familiar with trolls yeah. I high five Rogar <laughs> like a big one like a yeah team Oh, like Rogar like sheepishly gives a high five like oh it's nothing special like dwarves and trolls go way back but and with, with trolls, it had to use, like, fire or acid to, to actually kill them. But then Uhtred had mentioned something about silver, so I figured, why not? Nothing special. My man. <laughs> Is Uhtred detecting any magic on this thing? You are not detecting, detecting any magic on the corpse, but you are detecting magic on one of the uh, the hedges in this area of the garden. You see a topiary ostrich and uh, after focusing your uh, your detection onto the ostrich you're picking up picking up three magical auras all coming from put into it as if they were like actual tail feathers but all right well then Uhtred will go over and collect the three feathers okay give me spellcraft checks yep all right we're gonna go 18 21 31 wide range there okay you identify the third one as being a feather token. Uh, feather tokens come in a, lar- a a wide variety of different kinds. Each token is usable once. Uh, f- a particular feather token has no specific feature to identify it unless its magic aura is viewed. And you know that this feather token is a tree feather token. So upon activation, this feather token uh, transforms into a tree. And it has the... Uh, it becomes a great oak tree, 60 feet high, and it's an instantaneous effect. It just, boom, like just turns into a fully grown oak tree. And once that happens, it's just forever a tree. Hmm. That's sweet. If you want to plant a tree, I guess. Cool. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And I assume I don't identify the other two? You fail to identify the other two, yes. Okay. Let's keep on going. Yeah. Keep on going. Keep on cruising. Let's get up this tower. We finally made it, boys and girl. I make sure there's no traps in this room. This look. This room looks like a trap room. 
It's called a perception check. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Perception. So you exit the garden, finally, uh, into the northern door. And this uh, long hallway stretches to the east and west to wooden doors. Every few feet, an elaborate portrait depicts a scholarly individual. Most are reading heavy tomes, wearing academic robes, or holding quills. All of them have sour expressions. And, uh... How many are there? Uh, so there's... It's every few feet you see another, uh, another portrait. Um, so you look westward, and you can't really see the end of the hallway. It seems to go on for a very, very long time. My peer would like to make a perception check. Go ahead. Just... Yeah. Yeah, Rogier already did that. I got a 17. Yeah. Yeah, Thalia's got a mighty 6 with his perception, so... Uchir had a 15. Okay. So, yeah, there's no, like, just check that you can make just because you're like, I want to make this check because I think that there's something screwy here. Um, and you're just, you're just standing in this hallway, and uh, it just kind of seems to go forever. Uh, and towards uh, the west and I think after uh, standing there and trying to figure out what's going on you don't really uh, uh, have anything else to do but just start traversing westward. Are you going to say start walking? Yeah. Okay yeah. So you're just going to walk into this void? Well so you start walking and the like you can always just barely like you can see the very end of the or you think you can see the very end of the hallway, like very far in the distance. And you start walking, and like it doesn't ever really seem to get closer. Vipira, Rogyar, and Uhtred, you notice that as you're walking through this hallway, uh, the paintings on the walls, uh, they're not repeating. Like it's, it's always a new person with each new painting that you pass. But you notice that the paintings are growing more and more disappointed or frustrated the longer you go. And, like, their eyes seem to be, like, watching you. uh, The the paintings aren't moving. It's not like Kishikish's painting. But their eyes seem to be on you. And they seem to be, you know, just tracking your your progress through this room. And they seem very uh, unimpressed. They seem very disappointed in you. I'd like to attack one. What did you say, Joe? You see? Oh no, it was me. It was Tom and Nick, yeah. and there's two very yeah. different approaches. This is the exact here. like peanut shell of the Uhtred Viper complex, right? <laughs> Simultaneously, can I attack? Perfect. Can I make a knowledge? Oh my God. <laughs> um. Yeah. Vi- so Viper, go ahead and make an attack roll. She's gonna walk up to one of them and just kind of rip down the picture. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna make sure I'm not right next to Viper when she does that. Okay. I'm not gonna stop her, but I'm not gonna also get caught up in her crap. Okay. I mean, my picture it... looks disappointed in you. I'll show you disappointed. <laughs> uh, Uhtred, you said you wanted to make a knowledge check. Yeah, I'm assuming Arcana, or I'd make whatever. The appropriate knowledge is for what I'm looking at. Planes. You can give me a knowledge planes check. What is Thalias and Rogyar doing? Uh, mostly just walking and maybe a couple times Rogyar will try like long jumping forward to see if he can actually get closer to the end or if it's just... Okay. 
an infinite hallway. You long jump and then you look at uh, the painting that you land next to and he's got like his thumb and index fingers on like the bridge of his nose like and he's like making that face like I can't fucking believe he tried to long jump. (laughs) So Uhtred, what's your knowledge planes check? 13, so I doubt I know what's going on. Yeah. uh, But but I will say Uhtred is going to turn so his back is facing towards the west Mm -hmm. and he's going to walk backwards okay um you start walking backwards and the the paintings that you pass are still of the same people that you remember passing but they are they look more disappointed and irritated than you remember them looking when you passed them the first time (laughs) like one of them has like two fists full of his own hair like oh that. my god he's trying to walk backwards now now Uhtred's gonna start walking in like forward in the direction towards what we would perceive to be the east you you arrive back at that door oh, well then I don't have a fucking idea uh, I mean did it, did me hitting this thing do anything didn't seem to okay she turns to Uhtred can can you just detect magic or something? Like, is there like is there any way past this? Uh, yeah, of course. Uchid detects magic. Uh, I was gonna say after we're walking for a while and Uchid tries the long jump and these paintings keep getting more and more disappointed. So after a while, Rogar just plops down on the floor and he's like, "Oh God, does this does this goddamn hallway ever end? And these paintings, I'm sick of them." And he just like sits and like leans his back against the wall and just like closes his eyes and puts his hands on his head like he's got a headache and he's just trying to like massage it away. Ah, uh, the Psyduck approach. Um, <laughs> with this. Yeah. Vipira notices that these paintings are changing. Uh, she's wondering if she can interact with them. She already did. Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> a li- yeah. Not in a threatening I mean, a manner. little bit... Yeah, a little bit further. Okay. She's going to ask, what direction do we have to go in order to get out? And she's going to walk down the hallway in hopes that one of them are like pointing their fingers or like, you know, their eye moves to one way or something like that to indicate something. Give me either a bluff or diplomacy check. Let's go with a bluff. Okay. 26. 26. Wow. So Vipira uh, starts walking down the hall and she's like, how do I get out of here? And she doesn't really understand it herself what she's doing, but she kind of is picking up on these like like visual and mental cues that are like, is she imagining them or are they coming from the paintings or just like the room itself? She's not sure. And she's kind of like meandering her way. Like she's just kind of like feeling the flow of these pings. And she's just kind of working her way through this hallway. And all of a sudden she like, she stops and looks up and she's at the Western door of the room. turns around and she sees that she is you know just 10 feet separated from like (laughs) Thalias who is the next farthest over in the room like it's almost like she barely moved at all in this room Uh, but it feels like she's been walking for probably like 5 minutes she was probably expecting to look back and be like guys I found it but she like turns around everybody's right there and at that moment 
everybody else looks up and they see Vipera standing in front of the door. Nobody's totally sure what just happened. Wow. Oh, thank God, Vipera. I don't even know what that was. You must have done something right. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was almost like some sort of mental, uh, I don't know, just navigation. But yeah, yeah. We're, we're here. I don't know, girl, we're but here. And written in stone, glass, written in stone. And Vipera, take one clarity point. Now, does this Let's... door appear as if it's leading to the tower? It, you know that this that the tower laid to the west of this room, and this door is on the west end of the hallway. Let's climb this damn tower. Come on. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Vipira is a hero, as I was saying. All right. So you guys open the door, and this elegant sitting room has two divan, divans? 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 Devans? D-I-V-A-N-S. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Uh, and... So you open the door, and this elegant sitting room has two divans and a low table with a silver tray upon it. Doors lead out to the east and west, east being the one that you came through. Detect magic? Okay. Uh, you, uh, you detect magic, and you see what looks like a scroll sitting on the table between the chairs. You don't say. I didn't identify it. So I rolled a natural one. <laughs> okay. So what do you do? We we keep going. Yeah, take the scroll and I guess keep going. Yep. All right. Uh, so Uhtred approaches the scroll, but as he's about to pick it up, the scroll moves and it like flutters up in the air and it whips half of its length like through the air at Uhtred. And that is a 24 versus your flat-footed AC. Uh, yeah. What? That hits. And we'll see you next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.